Praise God. Well, we're on our 10th installment of the sermon series, Move Forward, Move Forward. And today I titled this lesson, Just In Case, Just In Case. Well, uh, several years ago, uh, it actually been quite some time ago, I remember I was backing out of the garage in my house and I was backing out and I went down the street, went through the neighborhood, out of the subdivision, the Holy Spirit reminded me or actually told me, hey, you didn't let that garage down. So I returned back and sure enough, the garage was up. Well, you know, thank God for the Holy Spirit. And uh, but I noticed several times afterwards, the thought would come through my mind. Did you let the garage down? Is the garage down? And I would think uh, I'm not going to worry about it. But it, but sometimes I would, you know, by the time I got to the end of the street, I would go back to check. You know what? The garage was always down. Now, what's going on here? The enemy will put these thoughts of doubt. Now, 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 he, it, I wouldn't recognize it as doubt at first. How did I recognize it? I would say, well, let me go back just in case. I mean, think about it. I was being responsible. I was being a responsible, what, a, a father, a responsible husband. I want to make sure my children were safe. So I'll, sometimes I did go back, but understand eventually I had to stop that because I realized, you no, know, especially every time I go back, I was just second guessing myself. And you all, this is really another form of fear. Another form of fear. Let's get a little bit uh, deeper in this. If you have your Bibles, turn to Job chapter one, Job chapter one, and we'll begin reading at verse four. But before we get there, uh, let me just kind of give you the backdrop here. The word of God says that Job was one of the richest men in the east. He had seven sons and three daughters, and he was very, very wealthy, and he loved God and avoided evil. We began reading at verse four and it says his sons used to hold feast in their homes on their birthdays and they would invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. When a period of feasting had run its course, Job would make arrangements for them to be purified early in the morning. He would sacrifice a burnt offering for each of them thinking perhaps my children have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. This was Job's regular custom. Now, let's look what's going on here. The word of God says his children would have feasts. They would kick it. They have a party. They enjoyed themselves. They're amongst family. No harm in that. They would invite their sisters over. And once again, they had a great time. But Job had this thought in his mind that maybe they have cursed God in their hearts. And so after every feast, the following day, who would get them, call them in and burn offerings or sacrifice offerings to God just in case we're talking about just in case tonight, just in case they curse God in their hearts. Now, I think it's interesting. It seems on one hand that he was responsible. He was just kind of taking care of business, but you know, really he was in fear. See, the enemy is a master of 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 covering or hiding fear 
under the guise of being responsible. Well, you're just a responsible parent. Remember when I was telling you about, you know, that I would get this thought, well, maybe, did you really check, did you, uh, did you let the garage open, leave the garage door open? And so, but every time I would check, it was closed. Now, what was going on here? Now, the first time it happened, it was the Holy Spirit directing me. It was a spiritual thing. I was led by the Spirit of God. These other times, it was fear. Fear that someone may rob the house. Fear someone may hurt my family. And once again, it may look like responsibility, but being, me being, I'm sorry, a responsible person, but no, it was fear. It was fear. It was fear. Same thing here with Job. Why did Job, now, once again, we all often, or obviously this was in the pre, um, the patriarch, I should say, time, because during that time, the father's, uh, the head of households, they would burn sacrifice to God, like in the case of Adam, uh, Cain, Abel, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They, they would burn sacrifice to God. So we, that was okay. He should have done this. Now, when they burned sacrifice to God, it was in thanksgiving. It was in worship. But Job was doing this not out of thanksgiving and worship. He was doing this out of fear just in case, just in case his kids may have cursed God in their hearts. This was fear driven, fear driven. Now, we have heard of parents acting in fear. Now, let me share you, show you what this looks like. Have you ever saw a good Christian? I mean, especially a mother. She's on her way to heaven and she's a, a mighty warrior for the kingdom of God. And and she's just a good person, but she's worried about her son or her daughter. They're, they have not given their lives to Christ. They have fallen. Uh, they have backslidden or they once again, they have not given their lives to Christ. But um, they're worried. They have a fear that they're going to hell. And so every day, if they can, every opportunity, they tell them about God, say, you need to get back to the church. You need to get, you need to get back to church. You need to get back to God. Let me tell you something. First of all, let me tell you, like uh, one of my former pastors told his wife, he said, listen, honey, she's out there in those streets. She's enjoying herself. She's not worried right now. She's having all kind of fun she want to have. You the one who worried. You might as well go get you some sleep. Let me tell you something. And what he told his wife, it was so, so true let me tell you something first of all the enemy if you're not careful the enemy will use you to harass your children you will begin to act not in faith but in fear see something about faith faith does not push people faith is a response to god but it doesn't push people faith is not pushy but fear does you know the enemy always try to drive you to do something he tries to to evoke or try to force himself in your thinking, whether he's trying to attack your mind or he's trying to attack you from some type of outward uh, source from the outside, trying to attack you. That's his strategy. He's always trying to use force. So are you really in faith or fear? I'm reminded of um, uh, several many years ago. I remember uh, I, I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I went back home to visit my family. And uh, this one particular uh, I had a childhood friend and, and, and I actually went to his parents house to try to find out where he was. And so and I remember I stopped there to visit his mom and dad and and just we caught up on old times. It was a, it was a blessing just to see them. But I never get his mother said, well, you know, 
I'm praying for him. You know, he's he's not with the Lord and he's not living right. He's out in those streets. And I had to remind us. And I remember now salvation is for you and your family. So and I, I know and I and I uh, explained the word of God to her in the scriptures. And then I began to uh, tell her by my own life. Now, she knew my family before I was born. She they they're old friends who once again know my family for decades. And I had to remind her that uh, remember my uncle. My grandmother on her deathbed would say, no, don't pray for me. Pray for Grover. Don't pray for me. Pray for Grover. And her prayer was that God would save Grover. Well, my grandmother had died in 78. And decades later, my uncle gave his life to Christ. Now, what happened? The word of God says the prayers of the righteous avails much. God heard her prayer. Although she was gone, those prayers were still there and God still honored those prayers. So I have to, I know I reminded my childhood friends, the mother of that situation, because she knew all the characters uh, uh, involved as it relates to my family. And I tell it gave her great comfort. And the thing about it is now it's funny since then she has passed and, and gone on to be with the Lord, but you know what? Her God heard her prayer and God's going to answer the prayer. Now I know you may be saying, yeah, but brother pastor, that's a individual choice. Yes. But once again, the word of God says the prayers of the righteous avails much. The Lord knows how to present himself to that individual because oftentimes the enemy will always overplay his hand and the Lord know he's created you. He knows how to come to you and present himself to you. Trust God with your children. Trust God with your children. But you know what? If you're not careful, you, you'll, you'll, you'll get in this mindset. Well, just in case, you know, I, I, I got to tell them because this may be the time where they may hear God or hear Christ. If I just witness to him, no, I'm telling you something. You get on your kids last nerve. If you're not careful, every time you come, they, they'll be thinking, oh, Lord, she's going to come pray God's down. Try to convince me. No, 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 no. Faith, once again, is not pushing. All right. Faith is not pushing. And once again, when you do these things, you're not in faith. You are not in faith now let's dig a little deeper here you got to be careful with this because when you're not in faith although you're doing spiritual things you're witnessing to your child but you're not doing it in faith you're doing it in fear yes the the, the your motives are right your, your your heart is pure but you're trying to take a natural thing or i'm, I'm sorry you're trying to take a spiritual thing Faith and salvation is of the spirit, but you're trying to get them to get there through natural means. Are you trying to use your works to get them done? I, I, if I talk to them enough, they'll get it. If I and maybe if I witness to them enough. No, 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 no. That's not the way to do this. Say the word, whatever the word of God says, stand on the word and leave it alone. Leave it alone, because if you don't, let me tell you what happens. You open up the door of the enemy. Anytime that you're in fear, you're not in faith. They cannot coexist. And when you're in fear, the only thing the enemy is going to do is drive you more. And while he's driving you, that person who you who you're witnessing to, they're 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 getting further and further apart from you. You're making them not want to deal with you. Once again, you open up the door for the enemy to attack that situation. Now let's get back to the story. We're talking about Job. If you notice, once again, the word of God says, Jacob uh, would, 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 would make all these offerings one for each child the morning after they had the feast 
just in case the word of God says they have cursed God in their hearts. Now, I think it's interesting in this story. And I know we all know the story of, of Job. This curse God in your heart, where did this come from? Let me share, share something with you. It came from the enemy. Well, how do you know? The next following verses, remember the word of God says when the sons of God would appear before God, the word of God says Satan came and appeared before God. And they had a conversation about Job. And, and God said, well, you know, hey, hey, if you consider my servant Job, the enemy replied, well, hey, he's not serving you for nothing. I mean, you blessed him. You put a hedge around him and everything basically he touches turns to gold. And so the Satan told, told God, he said, uh, look, if you take everything away from him, he'll curse you to your face. Now, the Lord, now God had reminded Satan, he said, look, he's already yours. What do you mean? He opened up a door to fear. Now, some of God, he's going to be truthful no matter what. So some people think that he relinquished Job to uh, uh, for them. No, no. Job relinquished himself by the things he was saying, by the things he was saying. And so. What was the whole thing? The enemy believed that Job, if you take everything away from Job, he would curse God. Now, once again, we see Job. In his heart, thinking that his kids may have cursed God, so he's going to offer these sacrifices, do these natural things to try to, to, to reach a spiritual result. You have the enemy talking about this cursing God. And then later on in the story, we see his wife. His wife told Job, he said, hey, why don't you curse God and die? Where is all this cursing God business coming from? It's coming from the enemy. The enemy will plant things in your mind. That's why you have to be careful even about talking about those things. Obviously, there were some conversations there because this whole thing was about cursing God. Cursing God. Now, once again, the mistake that Job had was he was trying to to solve a spiritual problem by natural means. Now, this is what I mean. Let's get a little deeper. Faith is of the spirit. Faith, once again, is of the spirit. Faith is spiritual. If you think about it, in the beginning, where God said God created the heavens and the earth. We can say it this way. The earth or the things in the natural was born out of the spirit realm. Okay. Now, the problem is, once again, or let me say it this way, the spirit is the parent force of the, everything, anything in the natural. But the problem is what Job was trying to do, he was trying to work a, a spiritual concept through the natural. He was going backwards. You cannot achieve spiritual things through the natural. It is by faith that you please God. Let us dig a little deeper. So guess what? You're not fasting to move God. In fact, let me say this. You can't move God. Oh, brother, pastor, I don't know about that. No, no. You cannot move God. The word of God says his divine power has given us all things that pertains to life and godliness. He's already given it to you. It's already yours. So listen, you can't fast enough. You can't pray enough. It's already done. You have to receive these spiritual things by faith. It's already laid up for you. It's already given to you. We access these things by faith. In fact, the scripture says without faith, it's impossible to please God. Faith is a spiritual force, you all. But what happens 
when we try to get God to move, we try where well, we're going to fast and we're going to pray to get God to move. And, no, no. First of all, we're in a different dispensation. OK, you can't move God. You cannot move God. Once again, you cannot move God. You have to receive those things by faith. So guess what? Forget the works. You can't talk a person into. I mean, I mean, now let me let me uh, say this a different way. You're harassing a person is not going is not going to get them saved. It's the word of God says it's the Holy Spirit that draws. When you speak the word of God in faith on the direction of the Holy Spirit, it will be a seed. You don't have to do it. Any, you don't have to say it anymore. The, the Lord, the Holy Spirit will bring that seed to that person's mind in the time of need. Trust God with it. You cannot be Holy Ghost Junior. Once again, we get in trouble. We open the door to the enemy. When we get in our flesh trying to do something spiritual, that's the opposite. Spirit gives birth to anything in the natural. In fact, the scripture talks about this. He, it says this way. While we look not at the things that are temporal or the things that we can see because they're subject to change. But we look at the things that are unseen. They are eternal, unseen faith. You cannot see faith. It is eternal. But the things that are seen, they're temporal or subject to change. Once again, faith is of the spirit. The, the spirit realm gives birth to natural things, the natural results. Let me go back. Remember, when we're when received from God, we receive God from faith. Now, remember, the word of God says in Mark eleven twenty four. Believe and I'm paraphrasing. Believe you see when you pray and you shall have them. If you don't doubt in your heart, you will have them. So you believe you receive something when you pray. Not when it gets there, not when you can see it tangibly or it's in the natural. No, it's when you pray, you believe you receive them. Then that's spiritual It's faith and work in the workings. It's faith at work. I should say it that way. It's faith at work. You believe, receive when you pray. Then where God says you shall have them. When did you receive it? When you prayed, not when you received it in the natural. If you have faith, it will it will happen in the natural. Why your faith brings things from the spirit realm to the natural. Now, let me give you another example of this. And I think this will even clarify it a little bit more. I remember uh, Kenneth Copeland gave his testimony. He said years ago when his son was young, uh, his son got sick and his skin turned yellow and he was clammy and everything. And he said, I would, he said, I would pray the prayer of faith and, and his son, John, would, would get better. He would get better. You can see he's, he's better, but then he would get sick again. And he said this went on and on. He would get better, then he would get sick, he would get better, he would get sick, and then finally, he went and asked God, okay, God, what am I doing wrong? What am, what am I missing here? What's going on? I'm, I'm praying for him and we'll see, we'll see results, but then he'll get back sick again. And then God showed him, this has only happened because of you. He said, what do you mean? He said, you'll pray the prayer of faith and faith works. You'll see him getting better. But at night, you go and check on him just to see how he's doing. See, remember I said earlier, See, the enemy will trick us because you're looking like you're being a responsible parent. You know, it's responsible. You should check on your sick child. Just check. Why are you doing this? Are you doing this continuously? 
out of fear because you don't know something could happen. So when the Holy Spirit brought this to his attention, he made a change. He said, but sure enough, that night, like clockwork, the enemy woke him up and said, hey, you better go check on John. And he said, no, no, no I'm not checking on John. God, God has already healed him. Then the enemy, not the enemy being slick, he said, well, maybe, need, maybe the covers fell off of him and maybe you need to put the covers back on him. He said, no, you know what? No, the angels, they, they, they'll put the covers back on me if you need me. And he went on went to sleep. Well, the next morning, he said he had a preaching engagement that morning after he preached his, Norman, his morning session. He said his son ran up to him and said, Dad, look, I'm healed totally. I'm totally healed. Now, why did this happen? Because he got out of the way. His faith was working, but he would get in the way because he once again tried to prove faith. He was trying to see if faith was working from natural circumstances, situations. No, no, no. We don't look at the things that are seen. When you walk in faith, you believe the word of God. Listen, if you're not believing the word of God, you're not in faith. And like like in the story goes, if you notice, once again, he when he stood on the word of God, he saw results. But the problem came in when he was trying to look in the natural to, to confirm to see if what he prayed in faith was working. And he was negating his faith. Now, why did he do this? Why was he doing that? Just in case. Just in case he's not doing right, he can do something natural. Just in case. Why did I go back in the story I, I gave earlier? Why did I go back to check to see if their garage was, was closed? Just in case. Just in case. Once again, it always seems like it's you're being a responsible person, but it's fear. It is fear based. And once again, when you begin to operate in fear on a consistent basis, like the word of God says, Job did this continuously all of the times he did it. Word of God said it was his custom. You always open up the door for the enemy to attack. And we know the story of Job. The enemy attacked him greatly. He opened up the door. So what am I saying to you? If there's anything in your life that you're second guessing. And once again, the enemy will love to present these 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 things to you in the guise of you being responsible. Stand in faith and leave things alone. If it's dealing with your healing, your protection, trust God. Listen, after you pray that day, you leave it alone. It's covered. Keep it moving. God gives you, listen, we have to believe the words that's coming out of our own mouth. You know, I'm reminded of a king. Think about a king, a king sitting on his throne. Once he make a decree, he don't go back and, do, and, and, and say that decree again. He don't go back and repeat himself. After he says something, he don't go back and say, well, maybe it was unclear. Maybe, well, maybe I need to say it again. No, let me tell you something. We are priests and kings to our God. He made us kings and priests according to the scriptures. Say what you go say what the word of God says, stand on the word and live for God and live the abundant life. Remember, don't let the enemy fool you with just in case, just in case is just another form of doubt, another form of fear. Amen. Give God a hand clap of praise.